You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. I'm here. I got Who's your news. now, man? Yeah. Tell me about the news. Well, it looks like someone got a talking to and picked Tesla. I'll tell you about that. And the chum bucket makes the news today. I'll tell you why. It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull Tobacco and More, four locals by locals. And obviously the chum bucket from SpongeBob SquarePants. Right. Stopping the news, though. Yeah. We do have a homecoming just in time, too, man. Families around here are going to be able to celebrate the holidays together as the USNS Comfort is coming back to Naval Station Norfolk. They're expected back tomorrow. They've been out deployed for a humanitarian assistance mission, so a big welcome home to them. A big thank you going out to them and their families as well. Amen. Meanwhile, in travel, though, um, the mm. eighth worst, we love ORF. But a new report from Forbes ranks Norfolk International Airport as the eighth worst airport specifically for holiday travel. Now, the rankings um, here, they say, are based yeah. on criteria, including flight delays, cancellations, and holiday ticket costs, not how long the Starbucks stays open inside of the airport. Okay, yeah, because when I get there, you know, and I would like to have a beer or maybe even something to eat, it's nice to know that I can get an Uber and go into town. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's not based on that. News 3 said that on average, about 6% of the flights arrive late to Norfolk International Airport. And this holiday season, specifically, the average ticket price from the airport costs more than $430. So News 3 contacted ORF and told Mm -hmm. them that Forbes was talking smack and asked if they would like to spit some lines back at them, defend themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Airport officials said they have not reviewed the specific data from the study. They do believe it's misleading, though. Here's their statement. When arriving aircraft to Norfolk are delayed, the cause of the delay is usually unrelated to operations at the destination airport and more likely a result of an earlier event in the day. I tend to agree with that. In other words, a delayed departure at any origin airport will most likely result in a delayed arrival at the destination airport. And since we are typically the end of a spoke, especially late at night, we see a larger accumulation of these delays here at Norfolk. Then he dropped this line. In addition, over the past five years that this data represents, Norfolk International Airport has grown from four airlines to seven and will be adding an eighth airline when Spirit Airlines begins service in March of 2023. The addition of these ultra-low-cost carriers airlines provides lower airfare cost options for travel to and from Norfolk International Airport as well as a new direct service destination. Yeah, late arrival is not their fault. It's, it's where you caught the plane. So yeah. it's it's we're in Atlanta waiting for the thunderstorm to go through or whatever the thing happens to be. Well, and you know the the final destination airport. Yeah. So that's not that's a bad way to word that because of the movie. But yeah, sure you know, is. <laughs> the the end of the spoke as yeah, he said right. at airport. Does it matter if you're six minutes late and you don't have to get another plane? Right. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. but you're going to see it more of them weird. just because you're at the end of the line. You know. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the, people bump. You know. Go. They take a, a spot in the middle, Atlanta, for example. You right. know that that matters a little bit more. Yeah, the but, connecting airport. But you've got two chances then, because you've got the first flight could be delayed, and then the second flight could be yeah, delayed, so, and then you end up at yeah. Like, unless can, your flight originates here. Look, I'm just trying to get his back. That's all. I'm trying to help him out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could help him out by becoming a hub for a major carrier, and then you'd have all the people, and then you have a giant airport with cool stuff in it. That's probably not going to happen. Well, there's that. <laughs> That'd be the, yeah, that's kind of a long way to go. Don't you guys think?
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a friend who travels internationally for work and, and eventually had to leave the area because he, he needed a better connecting. He needed a better series of airports well, yeah. to get out of there. You know, this, yeah. we're not. I mean, we're a major mm-hmm. town. We got a lot of people. Coming oh, in. We're, we're a huge town. Yeah. And, we, and we have tons of people that fly in and out of here. But we we are kind of on the edge, you know. So we're yeah. not in the middle. There's not. It's not really a good connecting spot. So yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, you, you could make that case for some others. But I know, yeah. but I'm still yeah. back in Norfolk, and mm-hmm. I, like I got their back, don't I? Yeah. I'm I'm definitely. You're working really really hard here. <laughs> really hard here. You know what? If you could just go work at that Starbucks, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. keep it open. There you go. A little longer, <laughs> so when I come back on Sunday night, I could get a beer on my way. In. I I know what the pink drink should look like when it's made, right? There you are. There you are. Or the BK. Uh, Also in the news today is someone who is traveling here. Chris Rock is going to make a stop at Chrysler Hall for his Ego Death World Tour. It's notable because, you know, the whole slap incident last year. Now anywhere Chris Rock goes, makes the news. But uh, Will Smith, by the way, not going to be in town the same day. Side note, with Will, Tom Cruise wants nothing to do with Will Smith anymore. A source close to Will says Will has approached Tom Cruise several times trying to reconnect, see if they can hang out, brainstorm, maybe do some projects together. Will has even offered to fly to London if that's more convenient, but Tom isn't biting and doesn't even write him back. As for Chris Rock, the comedy show is going to take place Saturday, February 4th, 8 p.m. if you're interested. One of the big stories nationally, the charges recommendations that came yesterday. The House January 6th committee is urging the Justice Department to bring criminal charges against former President Donald Trump for the 2021 Capitol insurrection, calling for accountability for the former president and, quote, a time of reflection and reckoning. They referred four criminal charges yesterday against the former president and his associates in their final meeting. We understand the gravity of each and every referral we are making today, just as we understand the magnitude of the crime against democracy that we describe in our report. But we have gone where the facts and the law lead us and inescapably they lead us here. In the panel, seven Democrats and two Republicans voted unanimously to bring four criminal charges against the former president. Conspiracy to defraud the United States, obstruction of an official proceeding of Congress, conspiracy to make a false statement, and insurrection. The referral is mostly symbolic, you know, because the committee can't do anything, and they're actually going to be dissolved on January 3rd as the uh, new Republican-led U.S. House of Representatives takes place. But That's they, when the Hunter Biden investigation begins. Yeah, right. They can't actually <laughs> charge them. They can just recommend charges. But they are hoping that the pressure yeah. will remain on Attorney General Merrick Garland and the special counsel Jack Smith, who are conducting an investigation into Trump's actions connected to the January 6th riots at the Capitol. The House's January 6th investigation is now over. It has involved nearly 12 hearings and testimony from more than a thousand witnesses. They'll be releasing some of those documents this week. You know, so many people have told me this has never happened before to a president of the United It's so special. It's so special. <laughs> They'd well, like me indicted. So special. <laughs> With this, though, the United States yeah. Capitol Historical Society honor, honored D.C. law enforcement with a special award yesterday. They presented the Freedom Award to D.C. police and Capitol police for the officers' actions protecting the Capitol during the Capitol riot on January 6th. Absolutely. The society's president said, quote, it is often said freedom isn't free. For two centuries, the Capitol police, with the support and partnership of the D.C. Metropolitan Police, served the Congressional community, they are the Capitol's first line of
and a defense so that our laws can pass, our institutions can function, and the American way of life continues. We thank them for their courage. Most importantly, we thank them for their sacrifice. On January 6th, at least 140 officers were injured. The Historical Society said through the officers' bravery, Congress was able to reconvene and finish their work and that of our democracy. The work of the Capitol Police and D.C. Metropolitan Police to keep the Capitol complex safe continues every day. We honor these fine men and women of law enforcement for their dedicated service. Well done. Now, well, not not receiving an award is yeah. Elon Musk. NBC says Elon Musk recently posted that Twitter poll asking users if he should step down as the head of Twitter. 17.5 million users voted, uh, which, by the way, Elon said the next poll. Yeah, he made a new rule. The next poll, only people who pay him will be able to vote in the next oh, in poll, poll that he puts up there. Yeah, only verified $8 users will be able to vote uh over half in this case though voted for him to leave and it looks like he may i don't know if you saw the pictures of elon with his tesla investors from saudi arabia at the world cup no but i think they had a nice little talking to him and he's picking tesla which represents about half of his 156 billion in estimated wealth the twitter poll gave him a handy escape pod that's what business insider well he knew the answer to it already i mean this is my God, this is about as thinly veiled as it can be. You don't have to be some sort of mental genius. Uh, we were all just trying to figure out what the, the you know the particular angle was, and I think it was just the the general uh, uh, grace of oh they voted me off the island, that's why I'm leaving. You know, as sure. opposed to I'm quitting this. Sure, you can't call him a quitter. Right, they voted him off. Oh, of course, you yeah. know he's he's it's his own game of Survivor. Or whatever. <laughs> Well, Mashable pointed out that the Elon resignation poll, as it's now being called, got a retweet from one MySpace founder, Tom Anderson. (laughs) In response to Elon's question about stepping down, uh, Tom replied, depends on who you get to run it, with a little thinking emoji tacked on at the end. Mashable says MySpace and its parents parent company were sold to News Corporation in 2005 for $580 million. Wow. Tom stayed uh, on as the president until 2009. According to his Twitter bio, because yeah, he's on Twitter, mm-hmm. he is now enjoying the good life. Would he be up for running Twitter? Mashable thinks so, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. MySpace Tom <laughs> running Twitter. Yep, bringing him back. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Uh, elsewhere, I don't know if you saw this, but police say a burglar was caught red-handed trying to steal the presents out from underneath Robert De Niro's Christmas tree. It was in his Manhattan home. The Associated Press reports officers have been tracking what they called a real-life Grinch among a string of recent robber- robberies and saw her bust into a, the uh, Godfather and Goodfellas stars townhouse around yeah. 2.45 in the morning yesterday. Once inside, police say they found 30-year-old, the 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property. They arrested her. De Niro was home at the time. He was actually upstairs. He came down to the living room as the woman was being arrested. A spokesperson for the 79-year-old actor said he would not be making any statements about the attempted robbery. The basement door that the woman used to enter the townhome had signs of forced entry. De Niro's spokesperson said it was a temporary rental home being used by the actor. Oh, was, okay. I wondered what the deal was. Uh, there's video of her being led out of the house. You can yeah. see her, and she's mugging for the camera. <laughs> and they arrested her last week for robbing another place. Apparently, she's a string of burglaries that have all gone on to her. I don't know. My lover stands on golden. Yeah, I heard things. I heard bad things were going to happen to her. I don't know. She fell down the stairs. I don't know. Becomes one of those moments.
Makes you wonder if somebody reaches. Does somebody reach out on behalf of Bobby? Bobby. Of all people, we pro- we had the great soundbite yesterday in leftovers. At the uh, at the end of every show, and I for for those of you in the six o'clock hour, I don't know how many of you are around when the show goes off there around uh, five after ten or ten or whatever it is. But we uh, we play all the sound bites uh, that we had left over that didn't fit into the regular show. So yesterday we had a, an, uh, an actress talking about working with Robert De Niro on a movie, and I don't recall the actress's name, but the story went she was so intimidated by this, and that everybody on the set is calling him Bob, and she she can't make herself call no. him Bob, and he, she she called him Mr. De Niro, and he replied that that's my father's name, you know, like you got. So yeah. she's really uncomfortable. So she said, whenever I wanted to talk to him, I would clear my throat. <laughs> yeah. And just to get his attention, then say what I wanted to say. <laughs> she goes, and by the time the movie was over, he's, he, he's walking me off the, lot, the production lot, and he hands me a giant box of cough drops <laughs> and says, I really hope you get that looked at. <laughs> because she kept <clears throat> all the right. time, every, every single time she went to talk to him, she had a cough. <laughs> that she made up, and he thought. She, hey, I don't. I don't know if he was on to her and just thought it was funny, or sure. if he really thought she was sick. But yeah, I have this with Eric, where I, d- I feel weird calling. I don't know why. Even Eric is weird, but we don't have like a cutesy name for each other. So okay. I just hey yeah. hey and we, we and he does it to me too. Oh, we, back he, and he forth. doesn't say Shelly. It's hey. Yeah. We just kind of have a weird hey that we That's do with each other. You don't do mom and dad. Well, yeah. it's kind of become data a little bit that yeah. comes out of my mouth when, you know. Going forward, it, yeah. it, it's easier to do. But it was always just, hey, hey. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. Aww. It's like a weird hey, Adam. I don't know why. I just, just want to see your hand go up. Man. It just never felt right. It's Eric or, yeah. hey, lovey, schmoopy. <laughs> like, I couldn't call him any of those things. <laughs> You're schmoopy. <laughs> Hey, babe, feels weird. It's got to start. It's got. It's got to start out organically too. Yeah. You, yes, yes. you know, like uh, my wife came home yeah, drunk yeah. from a Billy Idol concert one night. Okay, all horned all right. up. All right, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And even though it was a weeknight, I was like, all right, good. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And she kept. And she was like, uh, you know, the bed has these two poles on the end. Uh huh. <laughs> and she was just like doing a little dance, and and she just kept going, hey, babies, babies, babies. <laughs> Oh my! So that so was that's she became babies. Okay. So, so that's well, it's nice that you yeah. remember it fondly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, I do yeah. because she then proceeded to get into bed, mm-hmm. lay down, and about a minute later, yeah. <laughs> it's wine time yep. tonight. Wine time in prime yep. time. Uh, yeah. uh, Billy got her all horned up and. Yep. Uh, Nothing for me. <laughs> My wife, uh, we were babes, babes and Mrs. Babes, and it was given to us by a third, a, a guy that I knew, a guy named Al. Al owned a production company. He promoted rock concerts. He's actually pretty famous. He's a, a friend of one of the Chili Peppers' dads, and he's in their book and everything. But Alan would call everybody babes. <laughs> and he'd go, hey, babes. You know, like that. Oh, and yeah. And then, then, he, the then it became, hey, babes, and Mrs. Babes. Right. Or, you know what I mean? And then, and he was at our wedding, and, and it just, it stuck. And <laughs> we always just thought he was just the cutest guy, and we kind of latched on to it, made it our own. And became somewhere, your thing. Aww. Yeah. Somewhere she's got a gold cigarette lighter that says Mrs. Babes on it from back <laughs> awesome. in the day that I gave her in the limo after we got married. Well, as long as it's not babies. No, we didn't get too trashed. <laughs> we tried. Famous.
Oh, hey. hey. Uh, all of this is a great lead on lead into this lady. Her name is Sarah Lemoyne. She is a fourth year media and communications university student who has gone viral on TikTok for calling out SpongeBob SquarePants for being over-sexualized. Come on, man. She did an interview with BuzzFeed about it. As she's taking a course called Children Advertising and Consumer Culture. So to be fair, this started as she was assigned a group presentation where they had to reflect on the topic of sex, children, and advertising. All right. So she looked into SpongeBob. Here's what she had to say about SpongeBob. These are just things that I didn't put two and two together until I had to analyze this TV show, SpongeBob SquarePants. They live in bikini bottom. A group of men live in a girl's bikini bottoms <laughs> with sandy cheeks, Mr. Krabs, crabs like the STD, crusty crab, crabby patty, and the chum bucket, capital C, lowercase h, capital U M. Yeah, not to mention. Wow. Chum Bucket has some other meanings Mm. that are not exactly G-rated on uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, well, when... look into that. Which one was first? (laughs) Because, well, here in this fishing town, do you know what chum is? I mean, you chum for fish. Sure, absolutely. Around here, there has been a chum bucket for as long as there have been boats. I mean, honestly, what else are they going to call it? You know, they kind of have to. Well... That they used sea life, and that we've we have appropriated sea life names for uh, real life things. Sure, uh, is a little different How? than if it had started in reverse. However, that yeah. lowercase h does kind of that is lean towards something. I'll, I'll tell you one off the air that has well, it doesn't have anything to do with SpongeBob, but it was it's similar to this. Yeah, uh, where somebody had named their business a thing, and I was hearing radio commercials for it, and I was like, "You got to know what you're saying right now. Yeah. You have to know what you're right? saying." Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, she continued on with the deep dive. Do you, do you remember the karate episode? There's a karate episode where Sandy is all good at karate and they're trying to learn how to do karate. Like an entire episode that's about doing karate, but karate's actually sex. Um, And then SpongeBob late night Sandy and like tries to force her into doing karate at late night. And Sandy's like, no, do karate alone, which is like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know if i whisper it it's, uh, it's it doesn't come that's right it's actually it's called beat the censors <laughs> if i whisper it it doesn't go sarah and her peers believe it is apparent yeah. that the writers of the show purposefully used incorporated sexual messages they purposefully put these into the show so wow that right. is her viral tiktok which has been viewed well, like seven hundred thousand times do now. we are we banning spongebob then or What's happening? Are we Weinsteining him? What's happening What she wants from this, but she put it out there, and I found it interesting. Sexualized? Because I know that's one of our shows. I love SpongeBob. She continued on talking about how the cartoons you grew up watching become the the women that you're into (laughs) later in life for a lot of dudes, and she cited a bunch of specifics with, like, whatever moms and cartoons and how dudes, even to this day, are still like, oh, she's so hot. Oh, like Wilma and Betty and all that? I guess, yeah. Back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know anybody that sexualized Popeye's girlfriend. No. Olive oil. Oh, olive oil. Well, oh, there's somebody yeah, it's it's out there yeah, somewhere. Somebody you know what I mean? It's got a it's olive oil freak on. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Somebody's covered in olive oil. Oh, yeah. They want to be. We named her a lubricant. No wonder. 
I always had a problem with yeah. people that love Jessica Rabbit in that way because mm-hmm. it's a Look, rabbit. Man, shut up. And it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. And, and it's, it's a rabbit. Not real. Yeah. Well, she's, she, yeah, I mean, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, she makes a case. Ha- you got to ask costume. yourself. Some of that stuff is very questionable for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. Lowercase all right. H all around. I think, uh, I think that uh, we need to burn them all. <laughs> burn all the cartoons. <laughs> yes. Around here today, partly sunny skies, highs in the low 40s, north winds 6 to 9 miles per hour. Cloudy tonight, 34 will be your low. Sunny and 46 for tomorrow. Right now we're at 34 degrees. And I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.